All right, Jabal, say good morning. Let us begin. Thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Sivan to thank Naftali and Chavi Tilson from Eretz Yisrael. For Naftali Sakar Satov to his Chavar Benjamin Wall for introducing him to the Daf. May Hashem bless us all to finish the Daf Yomi cycle together and celebrate with a Siyum together in Eretz Yisrael and Mirzah Hashem. To thank Baruch Meir and Rina Dubin for dedicating the Shurim and Drashos this month. In this chus that Hashem continue to protect our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. May all of our children remain safe and complete their year of learning with a deep connection to the land and Hashem's Torah. To thank our Dafyomi sponsors for today, Aryeh and Debbie Langer, and Naftali and Bela Langer, for dedicating this year this morning commemoration of the yardsite of their grandmother, Chana Rechel Bas Naftali Yitzchak. We hope that in the merit of our Tamator, the Neshama Havan Aliyah, and the family in Nechama. Mostly with that, let us begin. So we have a really exciting daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is daf mem. We are picking up on Lamites on the base. Let's pick up 39b. Let's actually pick up a few lines earlier from where we actually left off just to restart the sugya. So let's pick up two, four, six, eight, ten lines up from the bottom. With an interesting machlokas, Rabbiane and Rabbi Yochanan. Remember, we began this yesterday. We got a few lines uh, further down in the daf. But again, this is the machlokas that's going to be the primary focus of today. So let's get that to start with it. I'm Rabbiane. We'll say so now, obviously the focus of our, of the daf has been the seirin, the two goats. So remember again, one seer goes la'azazel, one seer is pushed off a cliff, taken out to the midbar, taken out to the desert. We'll get into the, we'll get into the details of that. And the other seer is offered up as a carbon, what we call the seer la'ashem and the seer la'azazel. What we've been focusing on since the last Mishnah, or the beginning of this parak, is the nature of the lottery. Now, interestingly enough, the Gemara is going to get into Machlokas as to which parts of what we'll call the lottery process are absolutely integral versus which parts are a mitzvah. Now, both sides, here's the distinction. Something that is a mitzvah is good, but lav dafka, that it is integral. How do you define if something is integral? Very simple. If you don't do it, what are the ramifications? So that's the machlokus getting into it. So Rabbi Yanai says, You must draw the lots. The drawing of the lots is an absolute necessity. However, if you remember again, in the Mishnah, we essentially had three parts to the lottery process. Part one was the drawing of the lots. Part two was the placement of the lots on the respective goats. And part three was the declaration. La Hashem and La Azazel. Rabbi Yana says the drawing of the lots is an absolute necessity. The placement of the lots is not ma'akib, which means the placement will be a mitzvah. It's, cer- it's certainly good, but it's not ma'akib. That's Rabbi, that's Rabbi Yana. Rabbi Yochanan says, Af aliyah ina ma'akib. This is very interesting. Rabbi Yochanan says, even the drawing of the lots themselves is not ma'akib. So I will say, so understand what this means. According to Rabbi Yochanan, technically speaking, if you did not do a lottery at all, but instead you just declared this seir is la Hashem, this seir is la Azazel, it works. It works. So we'll say fundamental machlokes. So libud Rabbi Yehuda. So we'll say now that that's machlokes Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Yochanan. Again, Rabbi Yanai drawing is ma'akev, placement is not. Rabbi Yochanan even the actual drawing of the lots is not ma'akev. 
So now the Gemara is going to take that machlokas and kind of superimpose it on another machlokas. Shalibud Rabbi Yehuda, Dhamar Dvarim Hanasim, Bibigdei Lavan, Mibachot, Loma Akva. I will say there is the position of Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that Allah Chalamaisa, parts of the Avodah, we, we, again, we didn't get to this Gemara later on. This is a Gemara on Daf Samech. So Rabbi Yehuda says that the parts of the Avodah, that are done by big day lavan, which means it's Yom Kippur Avodah, done on the white clothing of the Kohen Gadol, but Mibachutz, it's done outside of the Beis HaMikdash, right? So both say, so remember, again, got to use the pointer and the chart at least once a day, right? So remember, this is inside, this is outside. So anything done out here, out here, Halach HaLamaiser, Rabbi Huda holds, is not Ma'akev. So certainly, According to Rabbi Yehuda, any part of the lottery system is not going to be ma'akev. Why? Because every part of the lottery system is done outside. As we pointed out yesterday, the lottery is drawn right about here. So remember again, so any part of it, the drawing of the lots, the placement of the lots, none of it is going to be ma'akev because it takes place, but big day loving, wearing white clothing and outside of the mikdash proper. So keep ligi, where does the machlokis come up? According to Rabbi Nechemya. Because Rabbi Nechemia does not agree with Rabbi Huda. We'll say, if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says over we'll holds like this: that any part of the avodah done by big day lavan, any part of the avodah done with white clothing, by definition is ma'akev. By definition, is ma'akev. So it says the Gemara Mandam Ma'akva Kreb Nechemya. So Rabbi Yana, who holds that the drawing of the lots is ma'akev, he will hold like Rabbi Nechemya. Umanda Amr Lo Ma'akva, and the Mandam who holds that it's not ma'akev. That's Rabbi Yochanan. Hani Mili Avoda Hagrala. Lava Hani Mili Avoda Avoda. Ultimately, again, that only applies to Avoda. Hagrala Lav Avodahi. Now, we'll say this is very interesting. Because ultimately, the opinion who will say that it's not Ma'akev, no part of the lottery is Ma'akev, will hold that the lottery is not an avoda. But also, this is really quite an interesting statement, which actually makes a lot of sense considering what we learned yesterday. Remember again, where do you draw the lots from? A little bit of Chazar, where do they draw the lots from? A box. What kind of box? Wooden box. Why, what, what does that show you if it's a wooden box? If it's a wooden box, it is therefore not what? A klisharis, excellent. Not a klisharis. So we'll say, so if it's not a klisharis, it's not a klisharis, that would seem to point to the fact that maybe this whole thing, as much as it's a mitzvah, is not an avoda. So the Gemara says, Ike de Amri, Alibud Rabbi Nechemia, Dar Ma'akva. So our alternate version of it is quite Rabbi Nechemia who says that anything done in white clothing is ma'akev. Everyone will agree, therefore, that every part of the lottery system is ma'akev, because after all, again, it's done in white clothing. Keep pligi. So, where does the machlokis between Rabbi and Rabbi Yochanan come up? I'll leave with Rabbi Huda. According to Rabbi Huda, because Rabbi Huda again holds that what? Any avodah done outside, outside of the mikdash, right? Out of the mikdash building, I mean, primary mikdash building, in white clothing, is not ma'akev. So the one who holds that the Hagrada, the lottery, is not Ma'akev, i.e. Rabbi Yochanan holds like Rabbi Yehuda. And the man who says it's Ma'akev, shiny hacha, vitana beikra asher Allah, asher Allah trezimni. And about the other opinion, will say, well, the Torah goes out of its way to say asher Allah, right? With a lot that comes up, it says it twice. And the fact that it repeats that phrase is to impress upon us 
the need and importance and indispensability of this hagrola of this lottery. So both say, so here's our fundamental machlokes. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yanai. Rabbi Yanai telling us we must draw the lots, that's ma'akev, but the placement of the lots is not. Rabbi Yochanan, even the drawing of the lots is not ma'akev, which I will say is really fascinating because considering what a detailed process the drawing of the lots is, as we just saw in the last Mishnah, it's fascinating for Rabbi Yochanan to say, if you dispense with the whole thing, right? So also remember, again, here's what's fascinating about this. Remember, we spent so much time yesterday saying, remember, what's a, it's a good simon if what? If what? Right? If the Lashem comes up with the right hand. <laughs> See, the truth is, you can make that happen each and every year. Just declare this goat on your right side to be Lashem, and, and we're done. And we're done. Rabbi Yochanan literally says the entire process is a mitzvah, but not ma'akev. Okay, so may say, well, so now we're going to analyze this. Mesve, two lines from the bottom, Lama Testament days. So Mesve, mitzvah lahagriel. It is a mitzvah to go ahead and do the lottery. Ve'im lo higriel, and if you did not conduct the lottery, kosher. Ultimately, again, it works. It works. So if you just decided to declare the goat on your right lahashem and the goat on your right lahazazel, and you engaged in no lottery process, halacha lamaisa, it works. To which the Gemara says, "Bishlam alahach lishna da amrit alibud Rabbi Yehuda kuli amalo pligidalama akva hamani Rabbi Yehudi." So, both according to the first version, where ultimately you said, like Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda, remember again, well, so what does Rabbi Yehuda hold? Rabbi Yehuda holds any avoda done outside, right outside in this area over here, the big day lavan, ultimately with white clothing, is not ma'akev. The hagrava, the lottery, is done outside, right over here in white clothing, and therefore it's not ma'akev. So ha'am rabbi hudihi, top of mem. Ela, lahach lishna da'amrit pligi, but I will say, according to the second version, where you say there's a machlokas, bishlam laman damar lo ma'akva ha'mani rabbi huda. Ela laman damar ma'akva ha'mani. So we'll say, according to the opinion, who will say it's not ma'akev, that reflects the view of rabbi huda. But according to the opinion who says that it is ma'akev, whose opinion is reflected, Tani Mitzvah Lahaniach. The way you have to go ahead and read this particular b'risa is not to say Mitzvah Lahagriel, but rather to say Mitzvah Lahaniach. So we'll say, remember again, the, let's define our terms again. Lahagriel means what? Lahagriel means what? To draw the lots. Lahaniach is the placement of the lots on the respective animals. So the Gemara will say it's possible that there's an alternate reading of this b'risa, which doesn't say mitzvah lahagril. But remember again, there were a lot of terms here. The word mitzvah means what? Means what? It's good, it's good, but not necessary. Right? It's not ma'akev. So the Gemara says, perhaps you have to change the version of this price to say, not mitzvah lahagriel, which makes it sound like hagrovah's not ma'akev, but rather to say mitzvah lahaniach. That ultimately, again, yes, you must draw the lots, you must draw the lots, but halacha lamaisa, is just a mitzvah to place the lots. Okay, so inconclusive. Tashma, both say another price. Again, we're just trying to figure out Again, pretty much our entire daf today is going to be this machlokas. Not the entire daf, but a part of it. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan. Which part of the Hagrala process is a mitzvah, is, 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 is nice to do, but not ma'akev? And which part is ma'akev? Which part is indispensable? Says the Gemara Tashma, mitzvah lahagriel ulehis vados. It is a mitzvah to draw the lots. 
and to do vidui. Lo higrio velo isvada. What happens if you did not draw the lots or if you did not do vidui? Kasher. Ultimately, again, it's kasher, which I will say is pretty dramatic considering the fact that like there's so many details that go into each parts of this avoda, and yet here have a brisa telling us that by the way, if you didn't do the hagrala or if you skipped the vidui on the sirim, you're okay. Kasher. So maybe you'll say, just like we changed the previous price to say mitzvah lahagriel, maybe it means to say mitzvah lahaniach. Maybe what the price is saying is, you must go ahead and draw the lots. That's ma'akev. But the placement of the lots on the goats, that's just a mitzvah. So look at the end of that price. So Rabbi Shimon Omer, Lo Higril Kosher. Rabbi Shimon says, if you did not go ahead and do the Goral, if you did not draw lots at all, ultimately again, the, it is Kosher. But Lo Hisvanda, but if you left out the Vidui, Puzzle. So ultimately it's Puzzle. So we'll say, so interestingly enough, the fact that Rabbi Shimon goes ahead and says, Lo Higril Kosher, Lo Hisvanda, Puzzle, seems to indicate to us that the Machlokis is really, or it's just a statement is about Hagrala, not about Hanacha. My love, Hegriel. So the Gemara says, my love, Hegriel. When it says that you didn't do the Gora, what does that mean? Ilema, lo If you say that it means he didn't place the lots. Michlal, Rabbi Shimon, Savar, Hagrala, Ma'akva. So then that would indicate that Rabbi Shimon holds the Hagrala, the drawing of the lots itself, is Ma'akiv. But is that true? Vatanya, we learned. Well, this is actually an interesting case that we'll get to. Both listen to this case. What happens if you have the two goats and one of them died? One of them died. So what's that? So both say you could bring the other goat without a new lottery. In other words, both say in this case over here that we'll define a bit more is you have two goats, you drew a lottery, and then afterwards one of them died. One of them dies, so they have to bring a replacement goat. But interestingly enough, you don't have to go ahead and conduct a new lottery, which tells you that what? That the lottery itself is not ma'akev. So maybe Chavir Shalom, Bahagrala, Divir Rabbi Shimon. Ultimately, these are the words of Rabbi Shimon. So we'll say, so you see over here that Halach Lamaisa, Rabbi Shimon really holds that the Hagrala is a mitzvah and not ma'akev. It's not Ma'akev. Say, Rabbi Osei, it turns out that the Machlokis, Rabbi Shimon, and, and the Tanakama and the Rabbanon is about Vidui, right? It appears that they both agree that Hagrola, the drawing of the lots, is not Ma'akev. Their Machlokis is whether or not Vidui is Ma'akev. The Rabbanon will say Vidui is not Ma'akev, and Rabbi Shimon will say Vidui is Ma'akev. To which we want to say, before we get to that, Rabbi Shimon lo yada mai kami Rabbanon. The truth is, Rabbi Shimon may have been unclear as to what was the position of the Rabbanon. Bahachi Kamar, this is Bahachi Kamar Lahu. And this is what Rabbi Shimon said to the Rabbanon. Rabbis, if when you say that Hagrala is a mitzvah, you mean the actual drawing of the lots, then Kamrisu, Paligna Aleichu Bechada. Then I only argue with you on one point, which is I'll agree with you that Hagrola is a mitzvah and not ma'akev, but I'll disagree with you regarding vidui. That whereas you, the Rabbanon, say that vidui is not ma'akev, I will hold that vidui is ma'akev. However, i hagrola de kamrisu hainu hanacha. But if the hagrola that you're referring to is in fact not hagrola, but hanacha, the placement of the lots, 
then paligna aleichu betarti. Then ultimately, again, I will argue with you on two points. Okay, so Tashma. So I'll say, let's go back there. So remember, we're still we're still in this machlokes, Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Ochanan. Which parts of the seir process of the lottery process are a mitzvah versus which part are ma'akev? So Tashma. We'll say, if you think about it, by the way, it's a it's a really fascinating machlokes, a, a, a life machlokes. In life, you have to know you have to know which things are a mitzvah and which things are ma'akev. There are many things that are very nice, many things that are very nice, but they're not absolute necessities, and many things that are absolute necessities. And the whole you saw, the whole secret, I think, to successful women is to know what's a mitzvah, what's ma'akev. Because so many times in life, we spend our time on the things that are mitzvos, and I don't see when I say mitzvos, I don't mean like mitzvos, Baruch Hu. I mean things in life that are nice, they're good, but they're not necessities, and then we leave over no bandwidth for the things that are ma'akev. And so I end up doing a lot of mitzvahs, but I end up missing out on the things that are ma'akev. So again, even in general, in structuring your day, right? A person starts the day, I have a whole day ahead of me. I have to decide, what are the things that are ma'akev? What are the things that are mitzvahs? What are the things that have to get done? And what are the things that would be nice? to get done, structuring my life, my personal goals. What are the things that are ma'akev? What are the things that are mitzvos? Because if you don't differentiate between the two, you could spend a lifetime doing mitzvos, which is very nice, but yet not getting to the things which are ma'akev. Incredible. So the Gemara goes back to Tashma. Tashma. Par ma'akev esasar. Well, this is actually an interesting case. So par ma'akev esasar. So take a look at Rashi for just a moment. This will... The, a lot of these Gemaras, we're going to see Amir Hashem, these sugyas a little bit later on. The Gemara is quoting it here kind of in passing, but they're very profound. Look at the Gemara. Parma Hasar. In this case over here, you're disrupting the natural order of, of, of Yom Kippur service. And what you're doing is you're taking some of the parts of the Seir service and putting them before the par. So we'll say, interestingly enough, so let me just read this phrase, I'll finish Rashi, which means certain parts of the par must come before the sayer. And if you disrupt the order, you must go ahead and perform the sayer parts of the service again, after the par. Now, very important piece in Rashi here, because Rashi brings you down the order of the avoda. Obviously, if you take a look, this is the last short line in Rashi. The seder avoda saying kachir. Both said this is actually just a very helpful little reference point. Rashi says here is the quick order of the avoda on Yom Kippur. Betchila misvad alapar vidui rishon. First, you confess over the cow or over the ox, I should say. First vidui. Va'achrakach magril. Then. The lottery. So we'll say, vidui rishon first vidui on the par hagrada lottery on the seer second vidui on the par then v'shachta umachnis then shachta then you shach the par umachnis kaf umachta then you go out and you take in the shovel and the ladle of kitoras into the kodesh shakadoshim v'nosinas hakitoras alaish you go ahead and you place the kitoras on the fire inside of the kodesh shakadoshim. Then you sprinkle the blood of the par onto the curtain of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. 
I'm sorry, onto the onto the lid of the Aaron, excuse me. Then you shecht the sayer. And you go ahead and you sprinkle that blood on the lid of the Aaron. Then you place some of the dam of the par on the curtain of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Then you do the same with the dam of the sayer. Then you mix the bloods of the sayer. And of the par, and you place it on the inner altar, which is the Ketoros altar. We'll say, so that's, by the way, just a quick digest. Now, that, that's not everything. There's still some more stuff in there. But the par and the soyer, those are all the avodos. So watch this. So we'll say, so remember again, if you go in and advance certain parts of the seer service in front of the par, then halach you have to do the parts of the seer service again. But the reverse is not true. Ultimately, again, with the blood applications on the inside. So, I understand the statement of namely that the par must come. Or I should say that certain parts of the par must come before the soyer. That if you advance certain parts of the soyer service before the par, then ultimately, again, your actions are meaningless. Ella, sotir ein ma'akeves apar ma'inihu. But I will say, what's the case of the sotir not being ma'akev the par? Ilema di'i'aktim matanos de par behecha mikamei matanos de sar bifnim. If you want to say that you're doing the blood applications of the par in the hechal, before you go ahead and you do the blood applications of the seir in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that can't be. Why? Because we'll say the word chuka. Chuka means it's an indispensable right. You can't change it around. Oh, rather what it must mean is you went ahead and you advanced the blood applications of the par inside of the mikdash before the hagrala, before the drawing of the lottery. And I will say from here you see that the drawing of the lottery is not just simply a mitzvah, but rather is ma'akev, umidisidra lo ma'akva, I'm sorry, just the opposite, umidisidra lo ma'akra, and from the fact that ultimately, again, the order is not ma'akev, hagrava nami lo ma'akva. So to the lottery itself must not be ma'akev, not, is not ma'akev as well. So this seems to be a raya that the lottery itself is not ma'akev. To which the Gemara says, lo, da'aktim matonos teparve mizbeach, Rather, what's the case? The case is where you went ahead and you advanced the blood applications of the par of the Mizbeach before the blood applications of the Seir in the Mikdash. For Rabbi Yehuda, and it's Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion of us that we saw before on Long Testament days that avodas that you do with Big Day Lavan, right? Avodas that you do with white clothing outside of the Mikdash are not ma'akev. katani. I, but what we're talking about over here, blood applications done inside of the mikdash itself. Rabbi Shimon, rather whose view is being reflected over here, it's Rabbi Shimon. It must be Rabbi Shimon who is of the opinion that in general, lottery is not ma'akev. Viba, you see, the other possibility is, the older Rabbi Hudahi. No, in fact, it is Rabbi Huda. 
And even if Rabbi Huda is not ma'akev with the seder, in other words, even if Rabbi Huda holds, there is a little bit of room to go ahead and change around the proper order of the avoda. Hagrala mihu ma'akva. Nevertheless, the hagrala, the lottery itself, will be ma'akev. So we'll say. So once again, once again, it's inconclusive, right? We're trying to bring rayas to figure out. Remember, all roads go back to this Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Yochanan machlokas. Which part, if any, of the lottery process is ma'akev? Rabbi Yanai telling me the drawing of the lots is ma'akev, the placement of the lots is not. Rabbi Yochanan telling me even the drawing of the lots themselves is not ma'akev. We then kind of superimpose that machlokis on Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Nechemya, still trying to figure that out. So now the Gemara jumps back for just a second. Then I both say, the Gemara is taking a short break from Rabbi Yana and Rabbi Yochanan to go back to the Machlokis, Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon. Both say, that was in the Bryce that we had, uh, four lines down from the top of the daf, that, that Tashma. So both say, remember again, that Bryce read, Mitzvah lahagriel ulehisvados. It is a mitzvah, it is a mitzvah to draw the lottery and to do vidui on the goats, which indicates to us that according to the Rabbanon, the, the, the Hagrala, the lottery itself, is a mitzvah. It's not ma'akev. Rabbi Shimon disagreed, and Rabbi Shimon, well, Rabbi Shimon agreed and disagreed. He agreed that the drawing of the lottery is, is a mitzvah, not, not ma'akev, but he disagreed regarding the vidui. And he said when it comes to the vidui, the vidui is an absolute necessity. So now we're jumping to that for just a moment. Vazla tamayu. And both Rabbi Tarekam and Rabbi Shimon go according to their reasoning. This Sanya, Amud Beis, this Sanya, Ya'amod Chai Lifnei Hashem. So we'll say the Gemara says as follows, Ya'amod Chai Lifnei Hashem, L'chaper Alav. So we'll say, so the Pasuk, remember, is, V'hasair Asher Alo Alav Hagora Lahazazel. So this is talking about the Seir that had the Gora Lahazazel, right? You drew the lot for Azazel on it. So the Pasuk says, Ya'amod Chai Lifnei Hashem, Literally, shall stand living before Hashem, to achieve atonement through it, to send it to Azazel in the desert. Okay, so let's analyze this. So look at Rashi for just a moment. So we'll say, what is Ya'amod Chai? It shall stand living in front of us. What does that come to teach us? So Rashi says, it comes to teach us that halacha lemaisa, if after being chosen as the seir la'azazel, that seir dies, you must replace it with another seir. Rashi says, shemeis atazarach lahavi acher, de'ilo lemaisa. Otherwise, what does the phrase ya'amod chai come to teach me? Im tomar shelo yeshalchenu ad la'acher matan damim, lichtov ya'amod chai lefne Hashem lechaper alav, chai lamali, so we'll say, see, interestingly enough, the Gemara says, Yamod Chai must be coming to teach me that Allah in the event that the Seir dies after the drawing of the lots, you must replace it. So Yamod Chai Lifnashim Chai. Ultimately, again, until what point in time must this Seir remain living? Adshas Matan Domo Shel Chavero. Until the time that the blood application of the seer la the seer la Hashem takes place, the Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says no. Adshas vidui dvarim. Rabbi Shimon says it must remain living until the time ultimately of vidui. So, what are they arguing about? 
What are they arguing about? Kidisanya, lechaper bekaparas domim hakosov medaber. So this is very interesting. What they argue about is as follows: When the Torah says yamod chay lechaper, yamod chay lefinasham lechaper, what does lechaper refer to? So the Gemara says lechaper bekaparas devarim hakosov medaber. Sorry, bekaparas domim hakosov medaber. The kapara the Torah is referring to over here is the kapara of the blood application. And so to the Pasik says, literally, the Kapara will be finished in the Kodesh. I'm sorry. Just like over there it's referring to Kaparas Damim to ultimately atonement that is achieved through blood application. Afkan Kaparas Damim. So to be here it's referring to the Kapara achieved through the blood application. These are the words of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, No, lechaper alav, bekaparas dvarim hakosov medaber. And Rabbi Shimon understands that ultimately lechaper alav does not refer to kaparas domim, but rather it refers to kaparas dvarim. Ultimately, again, that what is ma'akev is the ability to recite vidui. We'll say, take a look at Rashi just a moment, Rabbi Shimon Omer, ki deparish time alakamon, Fine. So that's the machlokes. So now watch this. The Gemara goes on a, on a little bit of a tangent for just um, fine. We'll, we'll 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 do this piece that, that, then we'll come back to the Rambam. So also listen to this interesting case. Tashma, Shalu Tamidov as Rabbi Akiva. The students ask Rabbi Akiva the following shaila. Allah b'small, mahu listen to this fascinating case. What happens if the goral, the lotter, the lot, la Hashem, comes up in the left hand? Can he switch it to the right hand? Right, so as we established yesterday, it's a good simon, right? It's a good simon for the la Hashem lot to come up in the right hand. But it came up on the left hand, came up in the left hand. Can you go ahead and switch? And switch it. So we'll say, Rashi says over here, Allah bismol, goral shame. Hey, so the Gora Lashem comes up in my left hand. Can I go ahead and switch it to my right hand? So listen to what Rabbi Akiva responds. This is fascinating. So Amr Lahen, Rabbi Akiva said to them, Al titnu makom litzedukim lirdos. Do not give, do not give a platform or literally a space for the tzedukim to rebel. To rebel. Now what does this mean? Take a look at Rashi just a moment. Al titnu makom litzedukim. So remember who are the tztukim? So the tztukim are the individuals who go ahead and reject the authenticity of Torah Shabbat. They don't, they don't believe in the, in the verbal tradition, the oral tradition. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehiva says, do not give them. Remember again, what's the major argument of the tztukim? The major argument of the tzedukim is they say, listen, the rabbis just make stuff up. They just make stuff up, right? They decide what they want to do. They write it down in Gemara. They claim a Masorah. And they just make stuff up. So Rabbi Kiva says to me like this. This is fascinating. Rabbi Kiva says, if you go ahead and you start drawing lots, and then you draw, you draw the lot Lashem in the left hand, and you switch it to the right hand, people are going to accuse you of just doing whatever you want. So leave it alone. Don't switch hands. So we'll say, here's what's very interesting about this. So the Gemara says, Taima, diatitnu makom litzedukim, lirdos, ha love hachi mehadrinale. So we'll say, here's what's interesting. You see, what would you have expected Rabbi Akiva to say? What would you have expected him to say? 
I would have expected him to say, the lottery is the lottery. You can't, you know, the, the whole point of the lottery is the lottery determines which seer is Lashem, which seer Lazazel. If you go ahead and you switch hands, by definition, you end, up, you, you end up undermining the authenticity of the lottery. But that's not what Rabbi Akiva says. What Rabbi Akiva is concerned about over here is not the authenticity of the lottery. What Rabbi Akiva is, is concerned about over here are the optics of this, right? That it looks like you're just playing with halacha to suit your needs, which plays into the hands of the tztukim. So the Gemara says, Taima the reason Rabbi Akiva is concerned about switching the lots from hand to hand is because of the optics of it. It, makes, it gives the tztukim fire, fuel for their fire, to say that the rabbis make stuff up. But for example, we both say it sounds like if the tztukim were not a problem, let's say there were no tztukim, sounds like what? Sounds like what? Rabbi Akiva would be okay with you switching the hands, the right hands for the lottery. To which the Lord says, Ivaha Amrit. Hagrola ma'akva. But one second, we just said before that the hagrola, that the drawing of the lots is ma'akev. Is ma'akev. The chaven de kavisu small. Hechim mahadrinale. Shabbos says, I don't understand. If you drew the lahashem lot in your left hand, and therefore the, sh- the goat on your left is lahashem, how can you go ahead and now switch the lots and make the seir on your right lahashem? To which the Gemara says, no, no, no. The Kevon de Kavasi is Mahaychi Madrinale. So how could Rabbi Akiva and even entertain the possibility? I won't say, because again, from Rabbi Akiva's response, it sounds like if there was no Tzeduki problem, Rabbi Akiva wouldn't have a problem with this. But I don't understand. If you take the approach that the Hagrala, that the lottery is Ma'akiv, then once the lottery determines which Seir is La Shem, you can't then switch hands. To which the Gemara says, Amarava, no, 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 Hachi Kamrile. Allah Hagorah Bismol. Mahu Both say this is what they were asking Rabbi Akiva. They weren't asking about simply switching the lots. They were asking about what? Switching the lots together with the designated goats. Now, as I will say, when, when you read the Shiloh, what it sounds like is like this. The Kohen Gadol draws the lots. The, the lot in his left hand is La Hashem. The lot in his right hand is La Azazel. The moment that happens, what occurs? What occurs? The Seir on the left is La Hashem. The Seir on the right is La Azazel. We thought that the Shaila was, just switch the lots. Just switch the lots and now make the goat on the right La Hashem and make the goat on the left La Azazel. No, no, no. The Gemara says, no, no. Everyone's going to agree that Halach Halamaisa, once you draw the lots, the identity of the respective Sirim are locked in. So the Sir on the left is La Hashem, the Sir on the right is La Zaza. What were they asking Rabbi Akiva? Can we just take the Sir on the left, which is the Sir La Hashem, and just switch it to the right? So we're, we're not switching designations. What are we switching? What are we switching? Locations. Locations. Keep the designation, switch the location. So again, to which Rabbi Akiva says, because we'll say, interestingly enough, you're right, that's, that's not a lottery issue, right? The lottery is there. We're not changing the results of the lottery. We're just changing the results ultimately again. We're just changing the location of the goats. To Chabi Akiva says, don't do it. Don't do it. But we'll say, not because there's a halachic problem with it. Not because of a lachic problem. Rabbi Kiva says, just simply because the optics of it are not good. The tztukim are going to say, ah, look what you're doing. You're just playing around with the halacha, using it to suit your nose. I want to tell you something so profound. You begin to see, you begin to see how 
people's disposition, right? We're both saying, what's, what's this whole thing about switching it to the right, right? What's the whole thing? The whole thing is just based on what? The fact that it is considered to be a simen letova, a simen letova, if the seir la Hashem comes up on the right hand. So you see, by the way, the fact that this shayla comes up is you see how much people are impacted by simanim, right? How much people are impacted by kind of like the signs that they observe, which, which is an incredible yisod. This happened, now in the Mikdash, these signs are more significant, right? Because in the Mikdash, signs were not just nice omens, they were considered to be an expression of divine intent. So the Seer Lashem comes up on the right hand, in the eyes of many people, that seemed to be the same thing as we'll learn about this, as the crimson, the, you know, the, the red thread turning white. But it also just tells you how impacted people are and how their disposition is impacted, how their outlook is impacted by the things they observe in the world. You know, this, I, I think this fits in very much into the concept in Pirkei Avos of having mekabel kol adam b'seve panim yafos. Right? You say, receive every person with a smiling countenance. So you ever wonder to yourself, why? Like, like I, I'm in a bad mood. I'm having a rotten day. And yet, again, I have an obligation to go ahead and smile at you. I have an obligation to greet you with a smile. What's the pshat? So the maral says so profoundly, it's such a simply so, but so profound, that ultimately, again, when you interact with someone, how you see the other impacts you. Right? As much as we're individuals, but the omens and the signs I see have a dramatic impact on my life. So the Maral essentially says is as much as I might be having a bad day, I don't have the right to ruin your day as well. People are impacted by the external signs that they observe. This is true in everyday life, which is amazing enough why we have an obligation to kind of broadcast positivity, even if we're not feeling all that positive. And sometimes that can be a little bit of a challenge. And that's true in everyday life. Baralach has come of a kama inside the Mikdash as well. So that's why you have this Havamina. They have this Havamina. Oi, the Seir La Hashem showed up on the left side. Can I go ahead and change it around? But again, the Shaila is, I'm not changing the designations. I'm only changing what? Only changing what? The location to which Rabbi Akiva says, don't do it because you're giving a makam to the Tzedukim. To, to, the tzedukim. to which the Gemara says, so Tashma. So we'll say so again. Still trying to figure out the machlokes. Tashma. Ilu nemar es hasoir asher alav hayisi omer yani chenu alav. So let's listen to this. Had the pasuk said es hasoir asher alav, right on it, I would have thought what? I would have thought that the lot mamish has to be placed on top of the seir. Talmud lomar Allah. Pasik says, Asher Allah Alov. Both say this is the Pasik. Vahasair Asher Allah Alov. The Seir which the lot of La Azaza went on it. As opposed to saying Allah, 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 that teaches us what? Kevan Sha'Allah, Shuv Enotzarich. Once the lot, once the lot is pulled out, in other words, once Allah, both say Allah means once it's drawn. No further placement is necessary, which I will say would seem to indicate that what the only part of the excuse me of the lottery process, which is an absolute necessity, is the drawing of the lot. The placement of the lot, however, is not a necessity. So Lamai, what does this mean? If you want to say that ultimately again, it's a mitzvah. Both say so. You're telling me then that if you if you so how do you understand this? 
Are you telling me then that the Hagrala, the drawing of the lots itself is a mitzvah? But if the drawing of the lot is a mitzvah, then the way you make it sound is the Hanocha is not even a mitzvah. Ela lav la'akev. Ushmamino, hagrola ma'akva, hanocha lo ma'akva. But perhaps what it seems to be saying about say is as follows. That halacha la'maisa, the halacha la'maisa, the placement of the lot is not ma'akev, but the drawing of the lot is. So the Gemara wants to suggest based on this b'raisa, hagrola ma'akva, the drawing of the lottery itself is ma'akev, but anacha, the placement of the lots on the respective goats, is not ma'akev. Amarava, Rava said not necessarily. Hachikom, this is what we mean to say. Ilu ne'emar asher alav, had the Pasuk just said asher alav, the lot on it, and not asher alav, alav, hayisi omer, yanichenu alav ashas shchita, I might have thought that the lot would have to remain on top of the goat until the zman of shchita. Tamalomar asher alav, Therefore, the Pasuk says, the lot which came up upon it. Kevan Sha'Allah, once the lot has been drawn, Shuv Einot Sarich, the lot does not have to remain on the goat anymore. So Tashma, Va'asau Chatos, so Bosa, the Pasuk says, you shall make it a Chatos, Hagorel Oseu Chatos, Ve'in Hashem Oseh Chatos. It is the lottery that ultimately makes it a Chatos, and not the calling of its name that makes it the Chatos. Rashi says, Ve'in Hashem, in Karaloshim below Garabos, this is very interesting. What makes, what, what, what gives this, the, the respective Seirim their, their identity and designation? It's the Goral, it is the lottery. But if the coin were to just go ahead and declare, this one's La Hashem, this one's La Zazel, that would not endow it with identity. Because otherwise, without this, I would have made the following Kavachomer. Listen to this. In other karbanos, where there is no goral, right? There is no lottery. So how do you determine karbanic identity? Designation. Right? So which, what's an example of, a, of karbanos, which, whose identity is not determined by lottery? Every other karban. Every, no other carbon is determined by lottery. Let's say, take a look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi says, Bishar karbanos. By all other karbanos, hatsrichin perush kigon kinei zavin v'zavos v'yoldos she'echalim chatos ve'echalim olah shlokidish goral im kasev al shnei goralos al echad chatos al echad olah v'nasan aleim lo masinu shagoral kavam v'liyachal shnosan shabosei. By all other karbanos, now we're going to see this works best with karbanos with pair karbanos, right? That let's say a yoleda, someone who gave birth, offers up, or a mitzora. Or a zav. So in other cases where you're bringing two animals as karbanos, there's no lottery. There's just simply a designation, right? You identify. This is a chatos. This is an ola. So by other So by other karbanos, where goral does not establish identity, but yet kidesh hashem, calling it right, naming the karbanos, or naming is the wrong word, um, declaring the identity of the karbanos works. Certainly in a situation where Goral could work, certainly just designating the animals should work as well. Therefore the Pasuk says, and it will make it a Chatos. What makes it a Chatos? Ultimately, again, it is the Goral that makes it a chatos, mm-hmm. and simply designating the carbon does not make it a chatos. Top of Mem Aleph, Stam Sifra Mani Rabbi Yehuda, 
ultimately, again, a stam sifra, right? The Bosei Rashi says over here, all right, an unnamed source in the sifra, who is Rabbi Huda, ve'katani ha'goral osechatos, ve'in ha'shem osechatos. And it says that ultimately it is only the drawing of the lottery that makes it into a katos, and mere designation does not. Alma hagrala ma'akva. So what he sees here, Rabbi said that the drawing of the lots themselves is ma'akev, Tiyufta demanda amar hagrala lo ma'akva, Tiyufta. And this would seem to refute the position of the mandarm who says that the lottery is not ma'akev, indeed it is a refutation. So Rabbi what is the halacha l'maysa? So remember again, we began this sugya. Although I want to just point out the sugya is actually not totally done because the Gemara now is going to apply this discussion to other pairs of karbonos that are brought. But for our purposes, halacha l'maysa, how do we pass this? So remember, let me take you back for just a moment. This all began with a machlokis Rabbianai and Rabbi Yochanan. And again, Rabbianai and Rabbi Yochanan arguing, Rabbianai telling us the drawing of the lots is ma'akev, Every other part of the process is a mitzvah. Rabbi Yochanan telling me, even the drawing of the lots is a mitzvah. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, even if the Kohen Gadol just went ahead and said, La Hashem and La Zazel, that is enough. Remember that we then superimpose that machlokes on some larger machlokes. Right, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Nechemi, a whole bunch of other things. So how do we paskin? So I'll say, here we go. So the Rambam, in Hilchos Yom Kippurim. Perek Gimel Halacha Gimel. Gimel Gimel Avulisim Kippur. I'll just tell you, it actually happens to be fascinating to just read through the Rambam Perek Gimel because he goes through the entire Avoda. It's a digest. It's a digest and it's just incredible. So here we go. Taraf Bakalfi. So here the Rambam is describing the Kohen Gadol goes ahead and first of all, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned this. Remember two days ago we had a Machlokas. Uh, yeah, no, yesterday, I'm sorry. Yes, we had a Machlokas, right? The box, remember the box for the lots was how big? How big? Enough to fit in two hands. We did have a Machlokas about what? Whose hands were going in there, right? One man said it was the right hand of the, of the coin gold, the right hand of the scan. Other opinions said two hands of the coin gold. The Rambam Paskins, it's the two hands of the coin gold. So the coin gold puts in his right hand and his left hand, simultaneously pulls out the two lots. So watch this. Taraf Bekalfi, he goes ahead and he puts in, I will say, remember again, a little Chazar, Taraf means what? Quickly pulls out. Because you don't want him what? We don't want him feeling around to see which one is last and which one is also. So he quickly pulls out the lots. And he pulls out the two lots with two hands. For the two goats. So essentially what he does is puts his hands in, Grabs, has his hands closed, pulls it out, opens his hands. Im shal shem Allah biyamino. If the one last shem comes out on his right hand, hasgan omer ishin koin gadol hag beyamincha. So the skan, skan koin gadol, says the koin gadol who's standing to the koin gadol's right, says koin gadol, raise your hand. Vim bismol Allah. And if the lot la Hashem comes out in his left hand, Rosh Beis Av Omer Lo Ishi Kohen Gadol Hagbe Smolcha. So ultimately, again, if it's the left hand, so the Rosh Beis Av will say, Kohen Gadol, raise your left hand. The no same Shnei Hagarolos Al Shnehem. So right, look what the Ramam saying. First part, the Ramam says is you're drawing the lot. Process we saw in the Mishnah. Next part. Each lot is placed on the respective goat. Shal yamin al shal yamin, vishal small al shal small. Right? The right lot on the right goat, the right lot, the right lot on the right goat, the left lot on the left goat. We'll say, now why does the Ramam say that? No switching around. Right? No switching around. 
Here we go. What if you did not place the lots on the goats? Lo mitzvah. Well, Rambam says, but if you did not place the lots on the goats, you missed out on a mitzvah, but it's not ma'akev. Here we go, here we go. Shanocha mitzvah she'ena ma'akeves, v'hagrola ma'akeves af api she'ena avod. They both say this is incredible. So the Rambam says that halacha this is very important. Hagrola, the, the lottery itself is not an avoda, because if it was an avoda, it would require what? A klisharis. And the box is not a klisharis. Why not? Made out of wood. See, so even though the hagrola is not a avoda, it is ma'akev. You must do the lottery. The only way to go ahead and create the identity for the respective si'irim is through the lottery. So the drawing of the lots is ma'akev, but amazingly enough, how do we pass again? Sirbose, essentially like Rabbi the drawing of the lots is ma'akev, the placement of the lots are not. Not ma'akev, mitzvah ma'akev. Bose, by the way, so the Ramam says there's an incredible ramification of this. This is so fascinating. Lefichach, therefore, hanochak sheira bizar. Listen to this. So because the actual drawing of the lottery itself is ma'akev, only a coin could do it. But technically speaking, the placement of the lots on the on the seirim is not is, is, is a mitzvah not ma'akev, and therefore even a non-coin could do it. Well, isn't that fascinating? Isn't that fascinating? So remember, even even though, which makes sense, because the avod of Yom Kippur can only be done by a coin gadol, and even though the drawing of the lots themselves is not an avod, as the Rambam says, because it's ma'ake, because it's indispensable to the avod. Here's the great anomaly. It's not an avod, but it's indispensable to the avod. It can only be done by a coin, but the placement of the lots on the goats themselves is only a mitzvah, not ma'ake, and therefore could technically be done by a non-coin by a czar as well. All right, Shkach, we'll stop over here. Pick up in the rest of the tomorrow.